How do I make a study schedule for interview prep, resumes, company research, and so on? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So we had a question uh, show up in chat a few minutes ago. It said, I'm having trouble organizing a solid study schedule to prepare for a software engineering interview. How much time do you recommend allocating towards data structures and algorithms, behavioral tech interview questions, applying to jobs, as well as coding, building, and learning? That's a fantastic question. One of the hardest things about applying for jobs is trying to figure out how to apply for the jobs. It varies a little bit based on how much time you have to invest. It varies a little bit on um, what your life scenario is. If you're busy, if you're already working, um, you know, and you've got other like family responsibilities, it's much harder to figure out where to fit all that kind of stuff in. If you're fairly new in the industry, data structures and algorithms will be important. Behavioral questions may be important as well, but it'll depend a little bit on what kind of background, what kind of experience you have. If you've already been in the in that, uh, if you've already been in like in a software type of role, um, then you could have uh, you could have a little bit of background that you can share with uh, behavioral questions as far as. Um, you know, this has been my experience with such and such, but um, you may not necessarily have that kind of background. And so you're also going to need to figure out how do I talk about my previous experience as part of what I do. Um, and so that's a consideration as well. So you're going to have to figure out how do I talk about a previous job, you know, as far as like how that's making me a better developer or why that's of value to the company. So that takes time to practice. Um, the technical questions, I mean, that's going to come up no matter what. So you're going to get technical questions about like, how does the web work? You know, tell me about DNS, tell me about blah, blah, blah. Um, you're going to have those kinds of questions come up too. So as far as building up that schedule, what I would typically tell people is if you're going to kind of rotate through like lead code problems, you want to kind of build up a schedule where you say like today, I'm going to practice step first search and I'm going to do like one or two questions on that. And then I'm going to move on. And, and, you know, have a little bit of study time for behavioral questions and technical questions and so on. Um, and then from there, you can get into, uh, like, how do I practice? Like, how do I keep up with my coding? Well, your coding is going to be kept up by practicing, you know, lead code style problems or, or technical challenge problems. That's going to keep your, your programming skills sharp. But if you are, say, a React developer, those lead code problems aren't going to help you with React. And so you're going to need some way of, like, how do I... How do I continue building like React projects and things like that that are going to be appropriate to the companies where I'm applying? That's also going to be a little bit tricky as well. And so you're going to need, um, you know, as part of your company research, trying to figure out what is that company going to care about? What kind of projects do I build that are going to stand out to them so that I can get the interview with them uh, specifically? Because that that kind of focus is is probably going to get you a job a lot faster uh, as well as networking with people, that's going to get you a job much faster than just blind applying to a ton of jobs. 
you need to stand out to that company and the way that you're going to stand out is by doing that research and, and showing them things that they care about on your resume and your, on your application and as you're networking with them. So how do you schedule that kind of stuff? I might do like, you know, on the weekend, I might do a little bit of company research Monday, Tuesday, apply for those jobs, Wednesday, Thursday, like keep practicing. Uh, you know, uh, on the technical challenges and maybe just have like one running like React project where you're just constantly adding new features and new endpoints and new functionality or whatever. Just have like one main project where you're like constantly building stuff into. If you find a company where you're really interested and you want to make a separate project just for them, I think you can borrow from a lot of previous projects and, and get that project up and running a little bit faster. You don't have to build everything from scratch every time. As a programmer, I go in and I borrow code from my previous projects all the time. I think that's totally okay to do. Uh, and so I think that you can kind of streamline that process a little bit. But as far as, you know, do you have to do leak code every day? Do you have to do a little bit of React code every day? Do you have to do a little bit of behavioral questions every day? No, I don't think so. I think as you practice the behavioral questions, you're going to get better at how to answer those. As you practice some of the technical questions, you're going to get better at those. I think that you can really focus on um, the technical side of it. I think especially when you're early in your career, they're probably more curious about your technical skill and what you're capable of writing as far as code than they are about how well you can answer behavioral questions. Those are still be important, but I think for, for a lot of companies, hiring an entry-level dev, they're going to be more careful about your technical skill than how well you answer the behavioral questions. They're still going to be important, but I think it won't be as important as your coding skill. And so I'd probably put a little bit more focus on that. Um, so it's like, I can't, I can't recommend like 10% of your time to this and 20% of your time to that, but I would say spend more time on the coding. Um, if it's a particular framework or language, spend more time in that. If it's just kind of raw language, I think a lot of like leak code style practice, as much as I hate leak code, I think that's going to keep up your JavaScript or your Python or, you know, whatever programming language you use. I think that's going to keep up just the core language as far as like algorithmic thinking. Um, for things like data structures, you can study those and, and kind of get the, the idea of the concepts of how do I do binary search? How do I do depth first search? How do I do a heap problem? How do I do two pointer problems? Um, and you can go check out these leak code uh, videos that I made. This will teach you a little bit about how to build that schedule as far as like practicing the leak code things and studying those data structures and, and what those algorithms are and, and how they work um, and then from there figure out okay now I need a little bit of time in there for behavioral questions but again I think once you do some behavioral questions and you kind of practice out like this is what I want to say if they ask me this kind of question I think um, it's not something that you have to constantly practice. Like, how do I do, tell me about yourself over and over and over and over and over. I think if you do it four or five, six times and you got it down, that's, that's it. You got that story down. The day before that interview happens, if you know they're going to call, go back over those notes again. And so what I would typically do is I would write out all those behavioral questions and just write out a paragraph or two of like, this is what I would say. And then right before that interview, Go back and scan that. What did I say about this? How do I want to present this or that kind of idea to that company? Because again, like all of those questions that they ask, like behavioral questions and technical questions, they want to know that you care about what they care about. And so also having questions around or having answers around 
um, not just who are you, but why should we hire you? Like that's really what they're asking is why should we hire you over anybody else? Um, and it doesn't always come across as a question of like, why should we hire you for this role? But when they say, tell me about yourself, they're really asking what, what value do you bring to my company? Like convince me to hire you in your answer here. Um, and so I think it's important that you practice those, those kinds of answers for sure. Um, someone was asking in chat, what is a behavioral question? So behavioral questions are questions like, tell me about a time that you worked on a team and the communication wasn't working out well. Or tell me about, um, you know, the time that you were working with a manager and communication, you know, wasn't, wasn't great. A lot of behavioral questions come down to team interaction and communication. And just as, as, as we would say from the, from the phrase of behavioral question, like how do you behave on the job? How do other people behave on the job? How do you behave when other people don't behave? Um, and, and they really want to know, like, how are you interacting on a team? How, how much collaboration have you had? What's your communication style? Um, and they want to hear a little bit about background around that. Like, um, tell me about a time that you worked on a project where somebody wasn't doing their share of the work. Like, how did you handle that? Um, and you have to be careful not to answer too negatively about it, but you do need to say like, yeah, we had to cover for them. We had to try to figure out a way because we had a deadline to meet. We had customers to take care of. So we all kind of banded together and then we had to chat with them afterward about like, hey, we can't let that slip anymore. Like you have a responsibility to the team, blah, blah, blah. Like, how did you handle that as a team? How did you take care of that? Do you just leave everything up to your manager? Do you kind of handle things on the team yourself? These are things that hiring managers want to know about as well. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.